0: And welcome back to another episode of Interesting Stuff, the Homeschool Educational Supplement, where we dive into topics that are a little bit different, a little bit unusual. Maybe they're not on your mind, or they haven't been, but they will be now. So, here we go, and today we are looking at speech and memory. Now we all know that animals communicate, but humans have by far the most sophisticated level of communication. And this is one more factor that has helped the human being get ahead in many areas. Although looking around sometimes you have to wonder if the animals didn't get some of the things right that the people got wrong. Anyhow, the earliest level of communication that we can really study was during the time of the great apes, which was 14 million years ago. That's a long time and is pretty much assumed to be the same type of level of communication as modern apes have today so i guess we had a few problems communicating things to each other the first development that allowed us to speak was the switch to bipedalism this changed the position of the skull relative to the body and thus elongated the vocal tract And this change of shape in the mouth meant that we could physically produce a wider variety and number of sounds. And as you perhaps know, the English alphabet is divided into vowels and consonants. And it's interesting to note that the consonants are shorter sounds, whereas the vowels, the A, E, I, O, and U, and every word, or 99.99% of words have a vowel in them, The, the vowels make the words longer, and as a result, hopefully, make communication between people a little bit easier. Now at some time around about 600,000 years ago, now, and I'm not sure how they know this because I don't think we have any records from 600,000 years ago, but um, it's kind of an estimation that it's thought by scientists and those who've spent time studying that uh, mothers developed a kind of baby talk to comfort their children and this was the first properly vocalized human speech Next we have the fossil evidence of advanced tools that were produced using more than one substance or material and this is cited as some kind of proof of the further development of language and speech as communication was probably required in order to explain what needed to be done. Beyond that, one of the biggest leaps in the development of language was the ability to refer to things not in the immediate vicinity, either by time or place. And this again is interesting when we think about the English language and compare it to other languages, such as some of the North American Indian languages, where in those types of communications, the Indians didn't have a past tense and a future tense. And they would just use words like yesterday, today, tomorrow as time references. And so we can see that um, there are a lot of languages in the world that have developed quite complex structures in order to have past tenses and future tenses. Anyway, whilst the teaching of tool-making techniques was important, It is actually the function or vocalization of thoughts about the past and the future which have brought our language skills to where we are today. Now, just as important as the ability to communicate and speak correctly is also the ability to remember what people have said. And not only to remember what people have said, but to remember where we were, and what happened, and to connect all of those elements together. Because basically, if we are who we are because of all the things we experience, then memory is fundamental to what actually makes us who we are. If we have no memory at all, then essentially we would be reborn every second. And so the process of remembering has three basic stages. Registering, storing, and retrieving. Sounds a bit like a library, really. It is generally felt that we have two main areas of storage in the brain. The short-term memory and the long-term memory. What this means is when we register an event, a fact, or even just a person's name, Neurons in the brain are stimulated by the messages received through our senses. When we remember that event, these same neurons are activated in the same way and the memory is recalled. The simplest analogy is to remember this process is that of the oldest system used in computers, something like a punch card or something like a binary form. And the binary system is essentially a yes or no system where our brain asks itself little questions like, do I remember this? Yes. Okay. If I remember this, what next? Or no. If I remember this, what next? (laughs) You follow me? Hopefully. Okay, let's continue. The difference between long-term and short-term memory is that for the latter, the holes in our punch card analogy are not punched permanently, and it is only by repetition that the holes are retained and moved into the long-term space. The classic example often cited is something like a phone number. When we are told a number by a friend, we can retain that number in our short-term memory, hopefully, (laughs) just long enough to dial it, but unless we repeat it several times, it will disappear. I guess that's what happens to a lot of my passwords as well. Thank goodness that Google remembers most of them. Right. Um, Great, I've just told everybody where they can find all my passwords. Now, never mind. Moving along. Nothing to see here. So how can we help our memory? Well, chunking is a simple way to help remember things, especially numbers. And we do this quite naturally with phone numbers when we split them into sections or parts in our head. You know, maybe that's why the telephone numbers have that little space in them. Hmm, never thought about that before. Of course, the optimum chunk size is three digits, and this organization is also known as compartmentalization, where we break things down into smaller parts in order to manage them and remember them better. But this is not the only way to help our memory. Things like rhythm and rhyme also help us to remember, just like we remember lyrics from songs. And images such as are used in infographics and posters are also very important in helping us to remember, and of course, communicating important information. Now, if you ask a scientist, they will probably tell you that memory is just a simple process of the brain. And in general, science explains it like this. We have some kind of stimulus or event that leads to a perception of something happening. This is picked up by the senses of touch, smell, sight, hearing, and taste. This information is then put into a sensory memory, which is the ability to retain information, which then grabs our attention, which we then have a choice to accept or reject, that's binary. It then goes into short-term memory, and if we feel that we need it, or if we repeat and wish to retrieve the information, it will eventually go into long-term memory, or it will just be rejected. And so I've mentioned already the the chunking and the rhythm and rhyme and how that can help us and how images as well. Also, it's our daily habits that have an effect on our memory as well. So, for example, if you have a test in school or somewhere else, then you will repeat information again and again, which is going to help you. Also... Things like sleep, getting enough sleep will help your memory, eating the right kinds of food will help your memory, and your age also has an effect. We all know that older people tend to forget where they put their car keys and their mobile phones. And finally, mood can affect your memory as well. We are more able to remember events that are connected to strong emotional experiences. So... There's quite a lot of ways that we can remember things. And now that you know that, there's no excuses at all. So that's it for today. I hope there was something interesting in here for you. I hope you picked up something valuable. Remember, as always, there's some comprehension questions under the video to check your understanding. And if you want a different topic, let me know and I will try to provide it for you. That's it for today. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, have a good one, and I'll speak to you again soon. Take care.